Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's episode. We have another guest on, Christine Norega, and she is also a fellow mom. She has four four kids, I believe, and she is a military wife, a podcaster, and she is a registered dietitian. And um, she is helping women feel good in their mom bods. And she also has a podcast that I will link down below, so go check it out. But today we just have a conversation, a real life mom to mom, mompreneur conversation about all things that we are passionate about. And I cannot wait to share it with you. Like I said, I will share all her links down in the show notes. Let's get to it. Hello, friend, and welcome to Becoming Aligned, the podcast with Lauren Ricks. I'm so excited and so honored you are here. This podcast is for you if you are an on-the-go mompreneur looking for a different way of doing life and business, a more God-centered way that feels aligned with how you want to show up in this season of life you are in right now. Because I see you, mama, hustling around the clock, burnt out, and missing out out on all the moments that you thought you would see because you can't let go of the hustle. There is a different way. And in this podcast, we will cover conversations about God and your faith, being an entrepreneur, all things mother, and out of the box thinking. I cannot wait to take you on this journey with me. Well, I'm so excited to have another podcast um, episode where I have a guest speaker on. You guys, if you've been listening regularly the last couple months for my podcast, I've been having a lot of guest speakers and I am such like a conversationalist. Is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing, but I feel like I do so well and I love talking and having like the back and forth conversations with other mompreneurs who are out there like literally... I don't want to say grinding in like the hustle way, but grinding with like being in the midst of motherhood and building a business and working on themselves and working on their faith and like all the things that encompass, you know, us as moms, we wear so many different hats, right? So today I have Kristen on and I'm so excited to just chat with you because we haven't really chatted much. We've, I think we met each other randomly through a Facebook group, right. To do a podcast swap. So this is like a conversation that is like real and raw and fresh and new, and I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm super excited about this conversation too. And we crossed paths at a time where I personally am really trying to figure things out business wise. Now, everyone who's listening on my podcast, you might not, you might not be a working mom. You might not be super business oriented. You might be at home with your babies right now, but you're still juggling a lot of things and you still have a lot of things to figure out. It's, I feel like it's very rare where we're not working on one area of our lives. We're always working on something. There's something that needs our attention always. Would you agree? Yeah, for sure. I was just thinking about this the other day. Like for some reason, the last couple of months, though, like the phrase stay at, stay at home mom, like when people say I'm just a stay at home mom, it makes me cringe. And like the other day I was like getting kind of like frustrated. I was like, stay at home moms are like household managers. Like we manage everything. And it's like the stay at home mom phrase just gets such a, like, I don't know. I'm like, why do we call stay at home moms 
just stay at home moms. Like there's so much that encompasses that. Right. So I totally agree. Like you might be home with your babies and there's a bajillion things and your brain might be in a bajillion different ways. Like, yeah, agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what do you generally like to advise your listeners or how do you personally pursue like understanding God's vision for whatever area it is you're working on? How do you Mm -hmm. take his vision and then actually make changes? What does that process look like for you? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Um, I know I haven't always been this, this way. I would say it's a learning thing for me. And for me, the last couple years, his lesson has been trust. Um, I'm somebody, I'm an, I'm the oldest of four. So I'm, I didn't, I didn't know this until he was like asking me to trust him and let go of control of things where I was like, Ooh, I have a control thing. <laughs> like I like to know what's going to happen. I like to plan what's going to happen next. And I feel like over the last couple of years, it's been really like, let go and, and trust me. Right. And I feel like the way to really know how to do that is to get closer to him. Right. Like, have that relationship with him, have that quiet time with him. And I know for me, I hear a lot of women say like, or moms say, I don't have the space to be quiet. Like, how can I get quiet? How can I like work on that relationship when I don't even have time to work on like a relationship with myself? And I think like for that, it's, we can find quiet moments throughout the day all the time, right? Like when you're going to the bathroom, when you're like in the morning, getting up a little bit before the kids get up, when you're like, your kids are napping instead of rushing into the next task, like take that little bit of time and just like, how can you come back to your relationship with him? Right. Um, And for me, it's like always learning to go back to like, that relationship, which is so hard, right? It's hard when you're like looking for the validation around everybody else. Like somebody tell me what's the right next step. Right. And for me, it's been coming back to like, okay, God, what's the next right step. And then waiting, which is hard. It's so hard to just like wait in the void. Um, but I know the more I've like deepened my relationship with myself, it's deepened my relationship with like him and how he's created me to work, which has helped me then like, okay, here's how I best make decisions. So if I know like, okay, I need some time to just like have the decision, sit with it, wait for God to give me some like clues, like, okay, yep, this is right. And then move forward with whatever it is. Right. And that can be any area of your life. And I know as moms, it's hard because it's like, we're being thrown a million things at one time. And um, I know something I help my clients with too, is like, what are your top priorities? What are your top priorities? I think as moms, we think we need to have like a priority in every area where really it's like, what are your top four? For me, it's myself and my faith, right? So growing my faith, growing my like personal development in that my family, my business, and then like <laughs> miscellaneous, which I think eventually will grow into like whatever, right? Like household management, that would probably be that one. So when I look at different things, different decisions coming at me or different like tasks or whatnot, I always like measure it against my priorities. Does it fit into one of these categories? And if it doesn't, I'm okay letting it go. Um, and for me, that, that helps me not get burnt out. Right. So everybody's obviously priorities are going to be different. You know, like if you are like 
have a ministry or you're like volunteering in church or you have a day job or like all this stuff, right? We all have different priorities. But for me, that helps me like make sure I'm in alignment with what I'm doing every day and not constantly burnt out because I'm like a, I'm an ex, I'm an ex overdoer if that's even a thing. Um, so I'm sure so many of you guys can relate to that. Where like, I spent so many of my years thinking I needed to do more to be better, to achieve more, to be worthy, like so many of my years doing that. And I just got so burnt out and nothing was working. Right. So, um, this helps me not get to that place again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, going in line with that, like I find myself falling into the trap. And I think a lot of us do where it's like, we have to be a great mother. We have to be a great Christian. We have to be a great spouse and we got to nail our diet and exercise. And when we're trying to live up to that every single day, it's too much. We can't, we can't do that. And what you were saying about like, how, how do we find time? How, how do we find time with God? And you're talking about just finding these little pockets. I want to just suggest too, that if that is the thing that falls to the wayside, everything else is going to fall to the wayside. Oh. You have to find the pocket for that. So one like super practical tip for it would be get out your planner and check. Did I pray to God today? Did I give him five minutes of my time? And if you have a house full of littles, you might be able to wake up 10 minutes early. Some years I have four kids and they're all little. Some years, some of my babies, I could not get up before my child, no matter what I did. It just didn't work. But now I'm in a point where I can. So before, you know, it would look like I'm nursing the baby and we're just going to sit here in silence and just be and just pray. You know, however you want to call it, meditate, say, say prescribed prayers, say nothing, say, just be open, put your hands open, open, lift your eyes, whatever it looks like. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be that like hardcore 15 minutes, get your highlighters, get your Bible, sit down, scribble in your Bible, do it perfectly and post it on Instagram. Like <laughs> it's like just truly about the connection. And then, you know, if you're checking the box, day after day after day, you're going to feel really good about it. And if you're not, you're going to start to look for different pockets because the pocket you're trying to fit it into isn't working. Right. I love that. And something I've noticed for my own journey is when I wasn't consistent with finding that time and like going to him, because same, I have two littles at home. And I remember like at, at a point there was impossible to get up before my daughter wanted to nurse. Right. But that nursing time is such a good time. And I think something I've noticed because I've been a lot more aware of like my phone and like that kind of stuff, how, and like just being right. It can be very uncomfortable to just be. Yeah. So this also was something I've had to work through for the last couple of years because I was again, the oldest of four. So like chaos is like normal for me. So I remember there was, yeah, there was a point where I was learning about nervous system stuff. And like, I was just like learning and I was like, oh my gosh, like my nervous system, like is calm and chaos. And I was like, that's not, that's not cool because like, I want to be calm and calm, right? Like <laughs> I don't want, I want to be calm and chaos, but I also want, like, I don't want to have to like strive for chaos to feel calm. Right. 
So the, the being aspect of it was really hard for me. So that's something where I like same like you were talking about when you're nursing your baby, don't reach for your phone, reach for God, right? Instead of like that, like I've even noticed like when we go to the gym and I go to the sauna, how many women in there have their phones on them mm-hmm. in the sauna. And it's like, that's a perfect spot to like shut off. And like have that moment, if you have a sauna, if you go to a gym, whatever, I'm just giving that example, right? Um, Something else else I've noticed where like, when I'm not plugging in to him, I find myself looking to other people to fill some type of void, right? I'm like, searching for something, I'm missing something. And for me, it took me a lot of years to figure out that that missing something wasn't necessarily like another business strategy or another mentor or another course or another idea. It was filling it with him versus filling it with all this other stuff that people say we should be filling it with. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love that. That is so like specific to what you do and what you talk about in like the business and the strategy and applying exactly what you said to a woman's relationship with food, her tendency to run to the pantry, to grab the ice cream. When we're filling the void, when we're filling our fingers and our minds and our mouths with food, it's not leaving space for God. And if we just step back, you can literally lift a prayer up whenever you're trying to, you know, when you think, I'm going to go get ice cream right now because the kids are in bed and on and on. And now I've got to do something different. I'm like, stop for a second. B, you don't, you might not need that. It's just ingrained in you. It's just what you're used to doing, like sitting down, open your phone. Mm-hmm. Minute, just B. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if you want ice cream, all right, then we're going to like go there if you want to. Cool. Right. Right. And I think like we're in just a society where that's not quote unquote, normal, right? To just not, quote unquote, do anything, right? Where it's go, 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 you have to be doing more. And I think that takes away from that time that we can really be cultivating, not just the relationship with God, but our relationship with ourselves, right? Because it's really hard to hear even what we need when we're constantly filling it with food or our phones or social media or business or household tasks, right? Like the list goes on and on and on, but it's really hard to even know what we need as women when we're constantly filling the void with all these other things. Cause we don't get quiet enough to really hear what we need. Right. Yeah. Two things that come to mind as you're saying that I recently heard a, a sermon. I couldn't, I don't know. Someone recommended to me. I'm like, oh, YouTube. Cool. I'll listen. Let me pull out my phone. Ha ha. Yay. <laughs> and this guy was talking about how you have God's plan and are you have good ideas and then you have God ideas. You can't hear the God ideas unless you give him space to talk to you. So as we're striving to work on this area of our life or that thing or this thing or that thing. Yeah, that's probably in God's plan. But if we don't shut up to listen we can't hear him. (laughs) I love that. And that's something that like I work on with my clients in my creation experience, but also it's like, yeah, if we don't get quiet enough to know if it's God's idea or our idea or, you know, on God's plan, we just 
throw spaghetti at the wall, right? Or we just go in circles and we're like, why am I here again? Why am I at this point again? And sometimes like for me, it's been like, oh, I haven't learned that lesson yet. Like obviously, right? And I'm he's brought me back to this place again where it's like, okay, Lauren, you need to trust, like let go and trust. And mm-hmm. it's funny we're having this conversation because last year in January, my Instagram got hacked and God like dropped in, start a podcast. And I was like, okay, starting a podcast getting off of Instagram because I don't have it anymore. And then I got back on Instagram because everybody was like, you need to be building on social media. And I was like, okay, back on social media. And then like this whole last year, it was kind of like a lot of spaghetti thrown at the wall, but then it was like, Ooh, a lot of clarity. Mm-hmm. And now where I'm at, where it's like <laughs> this January again, this year, he's like, start do a social media fast. And I'm like, what? This makes no sense. How can you build an online business without social media? Right. And it's like, makes no sense. And I think that's something to look at when you're looking at ideas or like plans is sometimes God's way makes no, like makes no sense. Right. And that's kind of how, you know, like this isn't my idea because it makes no sense because in our logical mind, like our logical mind is going to be like, it needs to make sense. Like this doesn't make sense in our life. This doesn't make sense. You're trying to build an online business and yet you're getting off of online. Like that doesn't make sense. But I think that's where God comes in and he's like, it's not going to make sense because then it brings it back to me, right? It brings back the glory to him instead of it being on us, if that makes sense. My gosh, this makes so much sense. This is like such a divine conversation, seriously, because I'm also in the middle of a fast, but it's a different one. And it's super uncomfortable for me because my entire platform, my entire you know, career is based on the fact that I don't think you need to restrict foods. I really don't, not unless you have like a medical condition, but here I am in the middle of a 21 day fast from sweets. I'm not saying this to say like, look at me. I'm doing this because I've been called to this. There was this sign and this sign and this thing flashing in my face. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to see what happens. And I am giving this up to you. This like for anyone who's like, oh, do we need to fast now? No, you don't need to fast. Not unless God is saying, we need to work on something. And so fasting from sweets or fasting from this is just another diet, unless it's tied to a very specific purpose, a very specific prayer request or something like that. And this is, oh my gosh, this is so uncharted for me and uncharted territory. And it's like, you're doing a fast. I'm doing a fast. This is uncomfortable. Why are we doing this? Because we were called to it. We heard yeah. it. Yeah, it's crazy. I love that. I love that. And like you said, I feel like a sh- like a sugar fast, so mm-hmm. many people be like, oh, I need to do it to lose weight. But yeah. if you tie it to God's been calling you to do that and same with like social media, how like if you guys, I, I feel like if you can look at like, are there any areas in your life that you like have taken a distraction, right? And has it been the distraction that has been keeping you from pursuing your relationship with God or pursuing your relationship with yourself or pursuing your relationship with your husband, your kids, your health, like whatever. So many of us can look at it and it's, it's a distraction, right? Like for me, it was social media and not so much a distraction for like getting, not getting other things done or like pursuing, but like how it was making me compare and like that, that cycle, I have a, we can talk about that in a whole nother episode, but, um, (laughs) but for me, it was that distraction that was keeping me from where God wanted me to go. Right. And so, and you can look in your life as like, what's the distraction? Is it binge 
binging Netflix? Is it, um, yeah, maybe the food is your distraction for when you're like uncomfortable. You just like binge on food or sugar. I'm a sugar, I'm a sugar like person too. Um, or like the news or whatever, you know, God, well, he can work through us, but I think it's so important for us to go to him versus like trying to seek other people to tell us what to do because he will tell us, but we just have to be quiet enough to hear it or read his word. Even I don't know how often I'm like in the Bible and I'm like, Ooh, needed this. Okay. God, I hear you, you know? And it's like right there. Right. I opened my Bible the other day. I'm having all, I woke up really anxious and it, I can, I can't quote it correctly, obviously, but it's like, I command you to set aside your worries. And I'm like, uh, you didn't ask me. You didn't like suggest, you just commanded me to do that. And I'm like, dear Lord, help me do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> right. Right. And it's, I feel like it's so comforting to know that we can like bring it all to him instead of it being like, oh, I can only bring my thanks. It's like, no, like bring your frustrations, bring your anxieties, bring your worries. And like, he will help you work through it. Yeah. It's so comforting, but it's also like, if you're not there yet, it's like, what, who am I talking to? (laughs) What do you mean? Right. Right. Just pour your heart out. Speak to him the way you speak to your husband, to the way you speak to your friends, get started. And, you know, when you focus on this first, I fully believe that your, the rest of your health will fall in line being nutrition, exercise, emotional, mental, all of it. When you have your spiritual as a foundation and it's solid. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Well, that was great. Thank you for being on mine and I enjoyed being on yours. Um, yeah, I know. This I was know a really good conversation. I hope it's helpful for everyone. Part two yeah. on one episode, um, one podcast, part one on the other podcast. Got to listen to both for the complete picture and the complete story. And thank you guys for being here. Okay.